Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. North and South chapters 3 and 4. Now at the end of chapter 2, Margaret was really shocked in Halston as Mr Henry Lennox is announced to visit. Um, He is this lawyer from London that was very good friends with Edith and um, Captain Lennox, the the one Edith married, uh, he's his brother. Now Henry Lennox um, said on a whim that he may come to visit and Margaret didn't really take him seriously but then he does turn up and instantly he realises that Margaret was honest in what she told him about the living being very small. Um, It says he notices the carpet was far from new, the chintz had been often washed, the whole apartment was smaller and shabbier than he had expected. And so he's made aware of the difference in their wealth and status. However, he really enjoys his day with the family um, and with Margaret and then makes a proposal. It does seem that he is idealising both the rural setting of Halston and also Margaret herself. Um, he, As they go out sketching, he includes Margaret in the sketch um, as she talks to this old inhabitant of a cottage and I think that represents how he does like to paint a picture of Margaret to create her into something that he wants you know a a wife and um, he says comments to her what a perfect life you seem to live here Uh, later he says an exquisite serene life as this and Margaret points out you know um, the sky's not always as deep of blue as they are now we have rain and our leaves do fall and get sodden it can't be over-idealised, um, but Henry's determined and proposes to her even though she makes it clear that she doesn't really expect that. She feels bad about rejecting him, but um, it describes the strong pride that was in her which conquers her agitation. And she says, I did not know that you cared for me in that way. Um, and I think this shows that Margaret isn't like the other girls. She's not actively looking to get married. She's not um, trying to to please anyone. Um, And she's at a stage of life where she's just making her own decisions. Obviously, Henry's very disappointed. um, But he does, as much as he tries to cover it up with his sarcasm, he does think to himself that um, he's still going to hold out some hope that she might change her mind. And then we move into chapter four, um, where Margaret is told um, some really difficult news by her father. And this book makes it clear that this is what Mr. Hale had been worrying about as she noticed these signs of anxiety. He says that they must leave Halston um, because I must no longer be a minister in the Church of England. Now, the reason he's got for this is that he no longer agrees Um, with certain articles, the 39 articles, about the authority of the church. But it's not very clearly explained exactly what he has difficulty with. Um, Margaret's really shocked at this and feels that he has somehow fallen into some kind of sin. Um, It's more the fact that he doesn't agree any longer with with some of the doctrines, although he still 
he still calls himself a Christian and he still um, wants to live a good life. Um, But then the second bombshell drops that actually he's known about this for a long time and they have a matter of two weeks left to live in Halston Um, and he has not said anything to Margaret's mother. And so Mr Hale tells Margaret firstly that he's going to no longer be a clergyman, secondly that they have to leave Halston and thirdly that he hasn't said anything to her mother and can she please tell her mother. He says, Margaret, I'm a poor coward. Um, I have never had the heart, the power to tell her. And Margaret is greatly shocked that her mother knew nothing of it at all. And yet the affair was so far advanced. And he tells her that he's planning to move to Milton Northern. um, And she instantly says, Milton Northern, the manufacturing town in Darkshire. And you can see the sense of her distaste for this kind of industrial area. Um, her father basically persuades her to tell her mother and it's interesting here how Margaret is agreeing to take this responsibility away from her father when quite clearly it should be his place to tell his own wife. Um, She doesn't like the idea of telling her uh, and it says she conquered herself and said with a bright strong look on her face it is a painful thing, but it must be done, and I will do it as well as ever I can. You must have many painful things to do. So she takes away that responsibility from her father and agrees to do it. And I think we do see the weakness in Mr Hale's character and that you know he's already lined himself up, a position in Milton to go to without ever consulting anyone else. Margaret also reveals some of her prejudice against the people of Milton because her father's plan is to be a private tutor. She says, a private tutor, looking scornful. What in the world do manufacturers want with the classics or literature or the accomplishments of a gentleman? And her father informs her that some want resolutely to learn um, and Mr Thornton is a very intelligent man. The other advantage for being in Milton is that I shall never be reminded of Halston. So he's quite deliberately chosen this industrial place as a complete contrast to where they're from. Um, And what's interesting is given the title is North and South, this this idea of contrast, um, Mr Hale very consciously has made that decision um, to choose somewhere totally different. So Margaret's entire world is completely turned upside down. Now, what I think is really interesting here is that the proposal in one sense in, in the previous chapter rocked her world because she wasn't expecting it. But now what she's having to deal with is everything changing. Her home, um, her father's occupation, everything that she held dear and the idea she had in her head of Edith getting married and her coming home to live in Halston for the foreseeable future, um, that's all been completely torn up. And her father's been uh, carrying this and has failed to tell her and her mother for a long time. Um, and so this shows Margaret's strength, really, that she doesn't crumble um, and hearing this devastating news. Instead, she steals herself 
to go and deliver this difficult news to her mother, which she knows is going to go down so terribly, especially given her mother's constant complaining about um, the fact that the living wasn't good enough. Well, they're going to an even worse financial situation now. So I think we see the strength of Margaret and also we've got set up now that they're going to move to a different setting and experience um, a very different life to the one that they've been used to so far. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please hit subscribe and share it with a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Teach Me Lit. I'm always open to requests. So if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.